Welcome everyone and thank you for enjoying and coming back if you've come back. My name is Janae and this is my book, The Lady of Death. It's getting cold outside so grab you a hot drink, a warm comforter, and sit back while I regale another chapter from my tale. Enjoy. Chapter 4 Let's dance. 10.30 p.m. the next day. Trouble. Woo! Again! I yelled, while clapping my hands and roof whistling. Tonight was a busy night at the Love Button Gentlemen's Club, my favorite strip club. X said I was obsessed, but I really needed to unwind. Last night, I missed. A first in my seven-year career. But there it was. That could have been fatal. In between puffs of my cigarette, I glanced over at the dozens of women in varying levels of undress. Though on the DL, these girls did the double dealings, bolstered by the fact they were tested regularly and kept up their shapely figures. I'd met the owner, Franklin, an enormous black man with a barrel chest and a bald head at this cabaret I visited from time to time. It was an amateur night, and there was no mistaking them, elegantly dolled up in a silver mermaid gown, long white gloves, and to die for makeup. He approached my table and held his head down. I told him not to sweat it, but it wasn't a big deal. He thought differently. A few girls stopped by my table, asking for a dance or for me to come back after hours. As politely as I could, I declined their offer. My biggest reason for sleeping with most of the girls was due to boredom. It wasn't a surprise to me that most of the girls were gay or bisexual. Maybe it should have. Eventually, Bubbles... The girl I almost fell for walked over. In terms of body type, she and Digits were similar. Slim, perky breasts, and sweet asses. The two also sh shared the same hair color. But Bubbles' hair was shoulder-length Shirley Temple curls. She was easy to talk to, so I overshared a lot. What's the matter, baby? Bubbles squeaked in her breathy Harley Quinn like voice. Those caramel eyes captivated me as she cast a sympathetic glance at me. I exhaled. Work stuff. You want to talk? We can go to the champagne room for privacy. On me? Do your boss know about that kind of stuff? Oh, Prue. Franklin may seem like a hard ass, but really he's a teddy bear, and he'd want you to take care of his best customer. Not tonight, babe. I gotta work. After another drink and a quick lap dance from Bubbles, I headed out. Church, my nightclub, was a few blocks away, so I walked. Church was massive, sitting on 13,000 square feet of land, not including the parking lot. The outside was white brick with two enormous apple-red shiny front doors. Everyone who was anyone showed up there. I exhaled again. Sometimes I looked 
add today as God being back at me, having taken so many souls, wasn't a good look, especially if you sought, especially if you sought salvation. But that wasn't me. I dealt with enough of that from Bishop, my brother. My phone church, a text message, taking it out, I chuckle. Xavier, hello, beautiful. ETA, trouble. I'm almost there. Xavier, you okay? Trouble, not really, but I need to get out of my head. Xavier, a new client is here looking for you. Trouble, can you blow them off? I'm not in the mood. Xavier, I'll try. We can talk about it. Another rap session? Trouble. Deal. The pendant I always wore, attached to a silver chain, found its way into my hand. The words, Votre cœur est spécial. Your heart is special, adorned it, written in cursive handwriting. It was the last reminder of the childhood that seemed light years away from the life I led today. An orphan no one wanted to the most sought-out assassin. Moving up indeed. They should be alive. It isn't fair. The tears crowded my eyes before I could stop them. I fluttered my lashes. There was so much they were missing. By the time I turned 22, nearly 23, my counterparts would have graduated college and begun their careers. They'd moved into serious dating and formed some sort of bond with their parents, a truce. However, I chose a different path. In some ways, it was so easy to blend in, like I'd never been. Who was trouble for all? Come on, keep it together, girl. It's just a day. But I couldn't. Not tonight. The tears slid down my cheeks. I sniffled and wiped them away. Out here, in the veil of night, I can chase my sadness away and my pace. No nosy eyes out here. I don't know what I'm doing. They should be alive. I sniffled as I crossed mayflies and scanned my surroundings. It was busy on the streets. The inhabitants loitered in little huddles, clutching cups of booze. Homeless mingled among them, begging for spare change. One wandered over to me, Otis McGee. He was a regular at my club on Tuesdays when I handed out free meals to the homeless. I don't pity them because I used to be them. Any trouble? You got a few dollars you can spare, old man? Otis, you are old. That's like saying I'm a badass. Otis laughed. Your secret's safe for me. I handed him a 50, which caused his haggard face to break out into a toothless grin. Though it was deep into the night, I navigated the streets with ease. I'd always been at home in downtown Parrish, a subtle mishmash of New Orleans vibes crossed with New York flair. There were whispers in Parrish, talk of voodoo and black magic to be found. It would find you if you dare to walk the streets in the wee hours of the morning. Urban legend bullshit. The hair all over my body stood straight up. Danger. Someone sinister was behind me. A pet peeve of mine. It could be one of the partying drunks, 
or an opportunist petty thief, but I doubted it. This was different. This is my city, and no one stepped on my turf without my say-so. I am in balance. Keeping my pace relaxed, I tossed my curls to peak. I hate being right. An individual dressed in a maroon hoodie was not too far behind me, the hood obscuring their face, like the freaks from last night. If the fucker wants to start some shit, we can fight. In my peripheral, matching my steps, was another individual dressed like the Joker behind me. He was perpendicular to me. A second man in red joined the guy across the street. After another glance, I found yet another doing the same thing. And then there was four. I know I promised X no more fighting, but fuck it. Don't start none, won't be none. The two opposite me were lost in the midst of a group of whooping party horrors. As the crowd grew larger, the crush grew as well. Soon I was all alone. The hooded idiots vanished, both across the street and behind me. Still not convinced, I turned and bumped into someone. Sorry, I... Once again, my body warned me. When I looked up, a Caucasian male wearing a maroon hoodie smirked at me. Sliding it off his head, he revealed a shaved dome with a tattoo. A horned, bug-eyed demon with its tongue hanging out on the side. It looked familiar. You need to make certain you want to start this, because I will finish it, I growled. I think you'll find, the boy said, glancing behind himself. His idiot posse showed up, that we have the upper hand. Lady of death, is it? You don't scare me. A sigh escaped my lips. You know, every so often, a squad of you young idiots show up, trying my patience with your bravery. He scoffed. Then he reared back to slap me, and I caught his wrist. His eyes bugged out of his head. In a blinding flash, I delivered a blow to his forehead. The crack on his head caused severe pain in me, but I looked him in the eye and raised a brow at the sight of him, crying out and falling back into his posse with humor. When the next asshole approached, I immediately pulled out Marianne and shoved it in his face. Okay, let's dance. I want to thank you for listening to my novel, Sincerely. I hope that you enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed reading it. You can connect with me on my website, www.jeneewrites.com. There you'll find my other podcast with the latest episode. I'll see you next week.